Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. Happy Monday, and yes, we're a little bit early. Matt Connerton Unleashed. We are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM. And uh, the reason we're uh, a little bit early is the replay of the morning show ended about 15 minutes early. So not sure why, uh, but uh, the replay of the morning show ended, and then I heard the best of... Uh, that uh, is programmed to come on, you know, just in case something happens as a terrible emergency, I'm abducted by aliens or something, and I'm not here. Uh, so that started to come on, so I said, all right, well, I guess we'll just go early. So here we are, surprise, we're a little bit early, uh, but we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, as well as Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester, streaming at WMNHradio.org and on the Facebook on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And of course, you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. And I am not alone. Hello. Jenny is here at the news desk. I'm yes. Present. Yes. Are you giving people ideas? What do you mean? Ducked in by aliens. Of are we going to abduct you? No, I certainly hope not. I think they only uh, they, they only abduct hillbillies. Although, How do you know? Although, depending on Who's who you ask, evidence? well, you know, some proof, people... man, proof! Some people think that uh, everyone from New Hampshire is hillbillies. This is true. I mean, some people think that even if you're from Iowa, you're actually from New Hampshire, as we have uh, learned recently. And Texas, too, right? I think so. Wasn't there a Texas? But if you're from Florida... What's that mean? But if you're from Florida, people know you're from Florida. <laughs> So yes, yes. But uh, hello, everyone. Uh, we have a great uh, show for you uh, coming up on this Monday. Uh, Katie Dobbins will be calling in. Uh, EZG, of course, set that up. You know, uh, he is, uh, I, I dare say, uh, responsible for all of her success 
as with uh, Amanda McCarthy and of course, uh, of course, and uh, who else? April April Cushing. I didn't see Cushman. the red Cushman. Sorry, I didn't see the red carpet out front. Is he coming in? He is not. Oh, that's he was, why he was on the morning show this morning, I and I think that's uh, that's probably why they ended early. He's a king without a crown. He, just, <laughs> uh, he exhausted everyone on the morning show. I think is what happened. So that's my uh-huh. theory. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Easy G won't be with us uh, today, but uh, Katie will be calling in at 4.15 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, let's see. Um, There's weirdness afoot. Well, it's weird. Yeah, it's always a little bit, I'm always a little thrown uh, off uh, when, we, uh. when we, because this is not the first time this has happened where we started a, a few minutes early because the, the replay of the morning show ended early. Uh, so I don't know what happened there. It may, it may have started early. It might have been. Uh, it might have been the normal two hours, and there was a glitch, and it started early, and that's why it ended early, the replay. That's uh, not why I said it. My first theory is better, though, or was that your theory, that it no, ended early? No, I was because having of... a private moment with one of our listeners. Oh, um, oh, well, my theory was, my first theory, I think, is better, that EZG just exhausted everyone, and they said, uh, let's wrap up the show 15 minutes early. No. We should go with that. No. Yeah. There are interesting things afoot. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. If you say so. I told you. Oh. Uh. All right. All right. <laughs> I do want to remind you, of course, we are proudly sponsored by the Hop Knot in the uh, Don't Go There Today. Monday and Tuesday is their weekend. They do have uh, things going on there today, but I believe that is a ticketed event, the it small is. business it event. A, uh, yes, it, this one is ticketed. I would have liked to have attended it uh, myself, but it, it started at 3.30, so that would be... I uh, figure out how to cut you in half. Yeah, that would be... Uh, well, I'd be pretty useless uh, if I were uh, cut in half. But if I'm abducted by aliens, that is one of the things I think they do. Perhaps um, you should have sent someone in your stead. Perhaps. Yes. Ah. One of my uh, technicians. Yes. The ones that you fly around <laughs> the globe. That's right. Yes. To bail out people in their mom's basement. That's right. But uh, Trapped between the eight tracks. But the Hopknot, of course, uh, they have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. Uh, tri- uh, Thursday nights, they have trivia night with the great Bill Sini, which I believe, uh, I assume Bill is returning uh, this week. Uh, and, of course, Friday nights, they have the great Grant Lampton performing live every Friday from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Hopknot. So- and I think this weekend is their gender blender. Oh, is that this weekend? I think the gender blender is this weekend. Ah, very good. We will have to confirm that for our listeners yes yes so uh yeah we're very uh very honored and proud to have them as a sponsor as always such a wonderful family that owns and operates it yeah and uh let's see well let me give the numbers uh, if you'd like to call in uh again keeping in mind we do have a guest uh, calling us at 4 15 the great uh, katie dobbins but if you would like to get in with a quick call at the top of the show you can and by the Eight, way six seven five three oh no 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 oh, but not yet. uh but okay. by the way if you uh if you are just joining us uh, because it is now 4 p.m. If you're just joining us and you're confused because it sounds like we've already been on the air for a few minutes, we have. Uh, we just, uh, the the replay of the morning show ended about 15 minutes early, so we started about 15 minutes early, so that's why. Uh, so, yes, we have been on the air for a bit. But uh, 603-250-6007 is the number, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. Uh, but the best thing to do, of course, give us a call 
at 603-250-6007. I did want to, um, I forget what the exact uh, status was when we left on uh, Friday when we were wrapping up, but I I did want to, of course, uh, publicly, you know, here give condolences, of course, to our friend Paul E.C., uh, host of Retrospective Radio with Paul E.C., and of course, he's been on this show many, many times as well as the morning show. Uh, you know, his father did pass away um, over the weekend, and um, Friday night, it is up on uh, Podbean for anyone who, uh, on the WMNH website, for anyone who wants to check it out. Uh, Paul did a, a very nice uh, tribute. I don't know if Paul uh, talked at all during the show, um, but he played music that uh, that I think meant a lot to, to his dad. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, he was here by himself and I, I kind of, he and I didn't have direct, uh, communication about that being his intention, but I kind of figured it out because he had mentioned to me earlier in the week before he knew exactly how things were going to turn out. But the way things were looking, he said, no show Friday night. And then he did mention on Facebook that he was going to be coming in to play some, some music, um, in honor of his dad. So it was like, okay, so I think he, so he's still going to do something, but I think he wants to be alone for that, which I totally understand in that position. I would be the same way. I'd want to just, you know, be alone and, and just, uh, yeah, it's a, you know, I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, so that's, that's what, what Paul did here Friday night. So there was a, there was a show, but, uh, but condolences. And I, it's funny. Um, Paul had, uh, uh, posted on Facebook a story about um, there was a, I don't have it in front of me and you know if, I mean if it's on his Facebook page for anyone who wants to see it but he told a story of uh, an incident once when he was a kid I don't know if you saw this where his, I did his, I did see it his father had saved him from drowning and um, and I commented to him I said uh, you know you and I have something in common because my father and I've, I'm sure I've told you the story yep uh, my dad saved me from drowning once when I was a kid. Um, so, uh, so we, we have that in common. I mean, my, my dad is still with us, uh, thankfully, but, um, and in good health as far as I know, but, um, you know, you can't take, can't take it for granted. So, so anyway, so condolences. I, I think Paul, I think Paul's, uh, mom, uh, left, left, uh, us uh, a number of years ago, if I'm not mistaken, but, uh, but, uh, very, very sad, uh, for Paul. So, you know, he's tough. He'll bounce back, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to, to mention that. So. A lot of love from everyone here. Absolutely, absolutely. And he was getting a lot of love on on Facebook, which I know he appreciates. So, so we love you, Pauly C. Hang in there. Um, yeah, Friday too. Actually, I don't know. the The irony is, I I don't know if I even would have been able to uh, hang in there Friday I anyway know. if I had stayed. You were down. Yeah. So Friday, what happened is, um, I had a physical Friday morning. And there is an irony to all of this, by the way. So the physical went very well. Uh, my doctor actually said to me, health-wise, you're still a very young man, which is wonderful to hear. Um, but it's the, worded that way that's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, thanks. I'm, I'm officially still young. But the, <laughs> the irony is this. During the, same, during the same appointment, he tells me, health-wise, I'm still a very young man. But then he tells me I need to get vaccinated for pneumonia which is something they usually do when you're 65 or over. <laughs> but why? But now, well, it's just funny that, you know, I'm a very young man, but I need this old person's vaccination. But there is a old person. Well, wow. well, I'm just saying. Oh, Maddie. Well, we're, well, compared to a 65 year old person, we're, we're still young. 
But um, we're. But I, I just thought I just thought that was funny. But the reason the reason, of course, in my case is because I have asthma. So I'm right. so I'm high risk as a person with asthma who's obviously my lungs aren't working uh, uh, exactly as they should be to begin with. So if, if I end up with fluid in my lungs, which is what pneumonia is, uh, that would be especially bad. So he really wanted me to get the vaccination. So I did. Um, you know, because I believe in science, I believe in vaccines, I trust my doctor, I had an actual conversation with my doctor about it. That's how it's, you know, just for anyone who doesn't know, because I know some people don't understand, that's how uh, medical decisions uh, like this should go, really. That's not how people do it these days, Maddie. I mean, I suppose, I suppose I could have said to him, no, actually, Dr. Ma, listen, what I'd prefer to do is I'm going to go home and find some fringe websites and watch some YouTube <laughs> I'm videos. I'm going to Google search it. Yeah, I'm going to, maybe maybe I can find some YouTube videos <laughs> made by some quack who's an anti-vaxxer, and then I'll uh, send you an email saying, I'm sorry, doctor, I've find decided. Find me a neutral doctor. Yeah, I've decided I just I just can't, uh, I can't go through with it. No, but uh, no, of course, I trust my I doctor and, and I trust his judgment and it made perfect sense as an asthmatic, but... Wow. I, the So when I got the Pfizer vaccine, I got uh, two doses back in April. The first dose, I had it on a Monday, and it took a couple of days for me to get the side effects. But that Wednesday, if you remember, after yep. my show, I went home and I said, I have to lie down. Like, I was so tired and I slept for like 12 hours. The second dose, it was the same day. It was a Monday. I had my second dose. I went home. And I was like, oh, I have to lie down. And I think that time I slept for 15 hours. It just, just, you know, but I mean. But that was it, I'm both not, times. And I'm, not, and I'm not complaining. Well worth it. You know, I can deal with, with you know, being tired for a day. But the pneumonia vaccine, oh, my God. Right? I was. Three for, days you were down. It, it affected me, yeah. I well, swear. Well, the worst was the first day because, so I had it, you know, my appointment was early in the morning. But coming in to do the show Friday, I was like, wow, I'm really tired. Like, really tired. I remember when you came home, you were really, really out. Yeah. And then uh, and then I was struggling just to get through the show Friday. I don't think I would have been able to remain conscious for Paul's show Friday night. I was struggling to get through the show. And then, you know, you remember yeah. as soon as I got home, I was like, I got to yep, lie down. You were down. And I slept through the night. So. You were down, down. And again, I'm not complaining about any of it. You know, it, these these kinds of side effects are actually a good thing because it means that your body is reacting to the vaccine as it should and building those antibodies and whatnot. So I'm not complaining about any of it. But I was I was not prepared for how much it knocked me down. And yeah, it's, so the next day I felt a little less lethargic. <laughs> but you and, were still. And, and the next day I felt a little less lethargic than that. But yeah, today's the first day I feel normal it's again. It's taken you over three days yeah. to really come back from it. Yeah. I was surprised that it knocked you down as much as it did. Yeah, me too. But it just goes to show you don't know how you're going to react to, to right. any given medication or vaccine or what have you. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Yeah, so I was... Uh, yeah, I was really struggling Friday because I remember Friday. But I mean, I mean, I, you've never had pneumonia, correct? You've never been exposed that you're aware of, correct? And they just give you a vaccine and you have a harder hit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Boy, that makes sense science wise, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Mm. Isn't that what they say? Only difference being, amazingly, that it was the pneumonia one that put you down longer. Yeah, but yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I guess if you're not. You're that... one of those weirdos that's like avoided everything that other people get. Like you don't have any cavities. True. You're a total weirdo. Yep. Yep. Well, that's why I, we love you. I got lucky genetically on that one because uh, neither of my parents have been uh, prone to cavities either. So as the offspring of uh, two parents who don't get cavities, I just have like super indestructible teeth. Must have been like carnivores in your history or something. Maybe, maybe I don't know, but yeah. I remember, I remember like I think 20. Mine were all like fruits and veggies or something. I remember like 20, <laughs> 20 years ago, my dentist said to me, uh, Yeah, if you don't have a cavity by now, you're probably just never going to have them. I mean, there's still other things that can go wrong with teeth, obviously. But he said, As far as cavities, he's like, You're just not meant to have cavities. I said, Okay. <laughs> oh, gee, let me. Don't like you anymore. Yeah. Rub well, it in. No. Yeah. Rub, rub, rub. Just saying. Ugh. Just saying. But yeah, so I was wiped out and I was, um, it didn't even occur to me at first because I was tired coming in and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm only running on a few hours sleep. I really hadn't had a lot of sleep. But the thing is, I can usually function really well on, on very little sleep. This was a different level of tired. And then I was like, and then all of a sudden it was during the show. I was like, oh, duh. It's because I got you were I got, dragging your tail when I you came the, in. That yeah, was for sure. I got the pneumonia vaccine today. Like all of a sudden, it occurred to me, and then it seemed obvious. And I was like, and I couldn't believe it didn't occur to me sooner. But we never discussed side effects. It was just like, all right, man, give me the job. Hey, it beats a ventilator. Yes. You know? So there's that. One hundred percent. There's that. One hundred percent. So, and then uh, you said uh, three years, right? They I do. Think they do it every so. three years. I, I think so. I didn't think to ask him. I'm not sure. Or maybe that's animals and rabies. It's I mean, I could be. I'm not sure. Oh, my. It's probably <laughs> uh, It's probably on the paperwork. Uh, let's see. Let's say hello to everybody in the Facebook live chat. Oh, actually, we have a call. Could be our guest. She might be early. We'll see. Hi. Welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi. This is Mary, the new Ron. Hey, Mary. How you doing? <laughs> Uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, don't apologize <laughs> to me. I'm just calling in because you're talking about how sleepy you are, but I heard um, Eric, or EZG, excuse me, on the morning show, and he is, like, sleeping like a champ, apparently. He's what? Sleeping like a champ? Sleeping. Oh, Sleeping yeah. like a champ. He got some sleep aids, and apparently they're working for him because he was all fired up. Good. That's a, awesome. A, a good fired up. Not yeah. like off the rails fired up. He was a good fired up. So oh, good yeah. No, that's good. good. That's good. He needs to take care of himself. Yeah, he does. Yes. Does he still have his little walker? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm sure, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he moves quick with the walker. We've seen him in action with that walker at the relay for I have. I couldn't keep up. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. No kidding. With his orange T-shirt and his Hannaford bag. And he wasn't waiting for me either, so I'll just say that. (laughs) Yeah. Jenny, I would love to hang out with you. We're going to go to the Hawk Knot and have a a drink. (laughs) You seem like a hot picket. (laughs) Some people say that, yes. And then opinions vary, so, you know, there's the other side. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I was just calling a check-in. I'm not going to take up your time, but... um, yeah, great show. I love listening to it. So, oh, thank you. I get to hear Pete on the way into work, and I get to hear you guys on the way home from that's work. Awesome. So that's awesome. Excellent. Well, Aww, that's what I kind of like to imagine okay. in my brain. That's cool. Yes. Well, you don't have to imagine it. It's a reality. Show off. Mm. It is a reality. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Well, love you guys. Keep we up love the you. Good work. You're very entertaining, and yeah, we'll definitely have to do a whole. Not even a reunion. What would you call it? 
a get together with the show. WMNH <laughs> different try. shows and oh god, there's a cruiser driving by me. I have a phone to my ear. Mm-mm. It's okay. Mm-mm. We, we passed. <laughs> um, Not distracted. Yeah, that would be so fun. Let's do an outing. An outing. <laughs> That's what. At how about at the uh, at the hill at McIntyre? Huh? Is that like a skiing thing? McIntyre. No, 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 no. <laughs> is this something people like throw themselves down? I don't want to go hurling down the side of a mountain. <laughs> Sorry, what, Mary? Yeah, they have all. Yeah, they have all kinds of stuff. It'd be fun. We should do just like a M N H oh. get together outing, whatever you want to call it. So, but That'd I love you guys. You're awesome. All right, Mary. Take care, and thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Thank you so much for the call. Okay. Nice to hear from you. Okay, All love right. you guys. All right, love you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Mary from Manchester. Always nice to hear from her. Uh, let's see. I'd give the numbers, but our guest is going to be... So apparently your one-dose vaccine is all you need, dear, by the looks of things, one or maybe two on the uh, pneumonia vaccine. So yeah. the, the recommendations are that younger than two years old, they're given four shots. And then a booster between the ages of 12 and 15, 65 and older are given two shots, which last you the rest of your life between two and 64 years of age, between one and three shots. If you have a certain immune disorder or if you are a smoker, but um, the recommendation, I guess, is that all adults 65 or older should receive one dose of pneumococcal vaccine. Uh, Yeah. So. So no mention of asthma there. Well, no, not specifically, but if you have certain immune system disorders and, and, um, well, I don't have an immune system disorder. Maybe I shouldn't have trusted my doctor. Maybe my doctor did inject. Maybe I've been injected with some sort of tracking Uh, device. Now Bill Gates is probably tracking me. Will you not go down the rabbit hole? And now now George Soros is going to come to our house. Come away from the cliff, man. Step away from the cliff. I'll tell (laughs) you. I don't know. Something Stop it. Something about it didn't sound quite right to me. Now I'm starting to wonder. Hmm. Oh, gee. Hey, respiratory you... illness doesn't want respiratory illness. Why Both am I? Here. Why are you what? Why am I suddenly... Why fa- are you here? Why, Why are we all here, Maddie? Why am I suddenly fantasizing about communism? What? I think it has something to do with that vaccine. How did we get there? I'm having fantasies about living in a communist country. What kind of fantasies let's, do you have? Am I mo- in this? I want to move to China. No, go by yourself. I just, I don't know. You I, can... I think it's got something to do with that vaccine. Oh, it's altering my thoughts. Stop it. You're going to end up a QAnon theory. Hi, welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this? Hello, this is Katie Dobbins. Katie Dobbins, how are you? Yes, a little bird known as EZG told us you might be calling. How are you? Oh, good. I was hoping you were expecting me. I'm oh, doing I... well. How are you? Good, 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 good. So what's uh, what's been going on? Give us uh, the update on your uh, your music career. Oh, man, what a time to be in music. It's <laughs> been so interesting. And the good news is that it being summer and outdoor shows being a safe option, you know, feels safe to me to be outside Mm -hmm. i have been able to perform again which has been so exciting and soul filling and i have an outdoor show coming up actually in boston on september 11th which i'm really excited about so that's my biggest update is just like the ability to see human faces again and (laughs) 
yeah. see people's reaction to my music and not just hear it. I mean, I've done a lot of live shows on Facebook and YouTube, and I love reading the comments and people have made those really fun too, but there's just something different about being in person as I'm sure you all know. So that's been really fun. Absolutely. Um, online, you've been doing, uh, you've been doing like a regular thing, right? Every week, uh, the Starlight Lounge yeah. or something? Yeah. So I, I think last time I was on here, which was a little bit ago, I had just launched my Patreon page, um, which if, if people haven't heard of Patreon, um, it's a way, it's like a subscription that you can do for independent singer songwriters or artists and you can support them on a monthly basis. And then in return, you get some cool like VIP access things. So I've been doing a monthly kind of residency out of my Patreon page or what I call the Starlight Lounge. So that's been really fun too. And I, and I do some stuff too, just like on Facebook and YouTube, but the big show that I do every month is there in the Patreon page. Yeah. Yeah. Was that something you started when the pandemic hit or is that something you were already doing? That is something I started when I, so I made the shift into full-time music making in uh, February or March of this year. Um, And so the kind of the, one of the first things I did is launch that, that, kind of virtual space, I guess, once I made that shift and I had the time to really devote to um, a consistent online presence. Yeah. Well, well when, you made yeah. The, when you made the shift into, into being a full-time musician, I mean, was there a part of you that, you know, with <laughs> with the way the pandemic was going, did, did you ever have a moment where you go, oh, maybe this wasn't uh, the right time for this? You know, I really didn't. I had those moments leading up to my decision, but I'm the kind of person who, when I make a decision, it's like years in the making. <laughs> yeah. So it, I like hemmed and hawed and prayed over this decision so much. And by the time I made it, I was so confident that this was the right thing to do that even though it's weird, like even though it seems like a crazy time to do something like that, it almost made it more exciting. I yeah. know that sounds kind of silly, but I was like, no, this is the time, this is the decision. And I don't know, we're just going to see what happens. Right. But it's been interesting for sure. And a lot of people are like, really now? And I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to play the hand you're dealt and, and uh, no, good for you for, for sticking with it and, and not, um, not second guessing, you know, but, but just, yeah, and uh, I mean, here's the thing. There's never a perfect time to do something like sometimes it, and for me, this decision, it felt like, there have always been reasons for me to not pursue my passion 100%. And there's always been like things standing in the way. And so for me, it just felt like, well, of course there's another thing standing in the way, but there, that's always going to be the case. So I'm just going to do it. Yeah. So it's yeah. exciting. Yeah. What, what drove you to, to make the, uh, the, this, I mean, did it just feel like the right time to become a, a full-time musician? Because that is a big step, you know, when you're used to, you know, working and, and uh, playing music on the side, you know, to, to really go for it as a full-time career. I mean, that's, that's a scary thing. Yeah. You know, even, even taking yeah, the, sure. the pandemic, even taking the I pandemic had, out of it. Yeah. There's so many contributing factors to the decision, but it's something that I had been um, wanting to do for at least a couple of years before I did it. Um, and so, and then there were some added technicalities that I won't get into, but with the whole outbreak of the pandemic and I had relocated from Boston back home to New Hampshire. And so there were some practical things too, that made it feel like 
you know what, I think now's a crazy time and it's a good as time as ever to do this thing that I've been wanting to do for so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, very good. Very and, good. Yeah. And I, I do want to say too, I, so there's a, I don't, hopefully people listening and hopefully you've heard of, I'm sure you've heard of the New England Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a ton of awesome names nominated for best of state in New Hampshire this year. I was lucky enough to get on the list. And the voting for that closes tomorrow. So anyone who's listening, I encourage you to check out that list. It's nemusicawards.com slash vote. And there's all kinds of categories. And then one of the categories is Best in State New Hampshire. Myself and a bunch of other people are nominated. So I'd love for you to take a minute and vote. It's super fast, super easy. That's uh, let's um, give us that website one more time, uh, Katie. I want to make sure people get it. Awesome. Yeah, it's N-E, as in New England, musicawards.com slash vote. Okay, cool. And I just pulled it up here on my browser so I can remind people again uh, later in the show. Excellent, excellent. Are you um, are you playing out? I mean, how many shows are you doing in a month? Are you uh, playing pretty steady now that things have opened back up? I've been a little slower than some to start with the live shows. Um, I had an outdoor show in Concord, New Hampshire recently that was really fun. And I have the outdoor show in Boston coming up on September 11th. It's actually, there's going to be music all day Saturday and all day Sunday. It's part of the Boston Arts Festival. So that'll be really fun. And other than that, it's just been consistent things online. Yeah. Um, So the best way to find me is on Facebook at Katie Dobbins Music. Instagram and then I've got I'm always putting new videos and content out on my YouTube page too by the way and I think I asked you this the last time we talked but I I can't remember what you said about it uh the podcast uh that you were doing let the music set you free is that uh is that done or are, are you still doing that imagine your new bathroom a sparkling new tub a modern shower conversion a seamless new wall all done in as little as a day introducing bath fitter join over two million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process no demolition no mess guaranteed for life installed in as little as a day book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now bath fitter 35 years of better bath remodels Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace, offering everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. Extensive options, ease of selection, and flexibility at your fingertips help make sure your time is wonderfully spent. Viator is the place to go to book experiences that will create long-lasting moments that make lifetime memories. And Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences to choose from in over 190 countries. In fact, just last year, Viator helped my family put together this amazing adventure on the island of Kona. Swimming with the manta rays, trying to avoid the barracudas, whatever your wildest dreams. If you can imagine it, Viator probably has an experience just for you. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in Viator's world of wonderful experiences. Viator, one site, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. So that I've kind of took an extended break on that, but I really miss it. And so I'm in the process right now of reimagining what it's going to look like, but I am bringing it back this fall. So oh, I'm good. really excited about that. And 
Um, you can, I'll be posting about that on all of my music pages, but there is also a separate Let the Music Set You Free page on Facebook and Instagram that I'll be posting specifically just things related to the podcast. So I'm, I've already been lining up some guests and uh, the exciting change that I want to do with it moving forward is making it about the music, but also making it about giving back to organizations who are helping set people free with tangible resources, um, you know, throughout New England. And so I'm, I'm super excited about that. And yeah, it's still in the organizing phase, but it's coming back this September. So outstanding, outstanding. All right, very good. Yeah. And uh, where are your uh, where are your next shows? Do you have uh, anything specific you wanted to plug that you've got coming up in the area or anywhere? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I, if anyone is listening who um, enjoys worship music and prayer, <laughs> it's not really what I do. Like that's not, I guess, how I would market my music most of the time. But I have been doing short, um, kind of Christian music sets on the first Wednesday of every month online. Uh, and then in addition to that, I have the, the Boston Arts Festival show coming up on Saturday, September 11th. I'm playing at noon. And that is really exciting. It's the only live show I have on my calendar right now. I know it's a little bit of a drive from Manchester. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> wants to check it out, that should be fun. And then um, I have my next online show where I'll be playing my original songs on Patreon as part of my monthly Starlight Lounge residency I'm doing. That's coming up on September 20th. And to join to like, it's not a ticketed event. It's not a ticketed event. You just have to be part of the lounge or part of my Patreon page, which starts at only $2 a month. So it's a really, um, you know, easy way, I guess, to support me and what I'm doing, but also like get to go to those shows and stuff. Uh, for really whatever amount you can kind of choose your donation amount oh, there. So gotcha, gotcha. No, that's wonderful. Absolutely. All right, Katie. Well, listen, thank you. Uh, thank you for calling in. And I think what I'm going to do is uh, at the end of the call, I'm going to play this um, this song, Starlights. Uh, it's really a oh, cool. very, very pretty song. I think that'll be a nice way to to wrap up. But again, the website is uh, KB, uh, sorry, uh, katiedobbinsmusic.com. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And that's got all your social media links and everything on it, obviously. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Yep, it's a one-stop shop for sure. (laughs) Outstanding. All right, Katie. uh, Thank you so much. Congratulations on everything. Uh, Good luck with the awards. And, you know, we'll make sure to give that website out again uh, during the show. And uh, thank you for the call today. Thanks so much. Thanks for uh, letting me call in and have a great rest of your show. All right, Katie. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. All right, that was the great uh, Katie Dobbins. Easy G set that up for us. And uh, here, we're going to listen to this. This is Starlights, and then uh, and then we'll be right back. When the night is dark and quiet
She has such a beautiful voice. That is Starlights by the great Katie Dobbins, who uh, called us earlier and got us caught up on what she's up to. And uh, our friend EZG was very excited to have her call in today. And I know he wishes he could be here, but I think he had a doctor's appointment. Plus, he's probably exhausted from being on the morning show. Yes, he was very <laughs> energetic this morning. Yes, yes. You can tell he's, uh, as Mary uh, as Mary from uh, Manchester was uh, pointing out, he was very rested. He's getting some rest. See, and he was a smart cookie and asked his doctor to help him. He didn't like use a Google search to come up with some crazy herb <laughs> to mix into this tea yeah. under the pale moonlight while having a red rose. No, wait a minute. Mm, no, that's, that's, something, that's, that's something, something else. else. That's something else. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you can find uh, Katie Dobbins if you want to catch up on everything that she's doing. KatieDobbinsMusic.com is the website. And, of course, if you want to vote for her, uh, as you should, in the uh, the New England Music Awards, uh, the voting ends, I think she said tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. So uh, you can go to NEMusicAwards.com slash vote. And, and we, vote, uh, vote, vote. And we encourage you to do so. Ooh, and while you're there, cast a vote for DJ Midas, who is up oh. for also for an award. Yes, yep. yes. DJ yeah, Midas. DJ Midas is up for an award. I got to cast a vote for him. Yes, I did too, yes. And of course, uh, he's a new father. And, I know. Uh, and part of the WMNH family. He's the host of Late Night Delight, which is every Friday night from noon. I'm sorry, from midnight. Noon. Where are you? There I go changing the No, from midnight, 12 midnight to 4 a.m. with a replay on Sunday night if you miss it. It's the witching hour. Yes, yes. Not a Western. 
on high noon. Right, that's true. Jeez, uh, you know, if you'd like to join us, you can call in at 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can text me at 617-917-4476. Uh, tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And, of course, you can opine and interact in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do is give us a call at 603-250-6007. And uh, we'll say hello to everybody in the Facebook live chat quickly. Uh, Top fan Wayne Noel, all the way from Michigan, says, Afternoon all. Uh, Jenny, I see you're in there. I'm everywhere. Shalom. Uh, Neely Tynes joins us and says hello from Linwood, Washington. Hello. Uh, Tom Blanchard is in the chat and says more is better. I think that's a reference to uh, we did uh, start the show a little bit early today because the replay of the morning show ended early. So that afforded us uh, a little bit of bonus time. Uh, Tom Blanchard is in the uh, Facebook live chat. Hello, Tom. Andrew Joseph Reed Downs McCann Brown says hello, Gang, uh, Andrew, of course, from Tomorrow Radio in Ireland. Um, no, right? Yes, yes. I still think that's cooler than cool. I know. That they like you. They're listening to Isn't, some that's, Unleashed. That's, that's amazing. Ireland. I'm Irish, you know. I'm, I'm Irish and German. Connerton is an Irish last name. People uh, don't know that until I tell them. I, I would think it would be obvious. I mean, the first really? two. Well, the first two syllables are Connor. So you so? just add the ton. Connor ton. I thought it was 10. Connor, 10. No, that's something different. Unite. That's something else. Well, now I'm confused. Yes, I know. Again. Uh, Mike Palapita, who is a top fan uh, from uh, Queen City Cabinetry, one of the wonderful sponsors here at WMNH and big supporters of all the shows here. Hello, Mike. Um, Tom Blanchard says, Paul E.C., love to you, brother. Referring to, of course, we, as we uh, discussed at the top of the show, uh, our friend uh, Paul E.C., uh, lost his dad uh, over the weekend. Um, Tom also says, are you type O? Uh, I actually don't know my blood type. Is that really? bad? Is that bad? I don't feel like... It, I think it's weird. Is it? I thought everybody knew. Does it? Does everyone know their blood type? I have no idea Although, what my blood type is. I can is. remember... You know what? I'll tell you. It's funny. The first time I learned my blood type, I was in the Montney Young Elementary School in Massachusetts, and we all stuck our fingers in... in class and had these little cards and and stuff to figure out our blood types like oh. that's what we did it in science class oh that would so not get over today that mm. would not happen today i am oh i am the universal recipient but oh. not the universal donor well i have no idea but i was so a I fan of uh, not oneg but i was a fan of the band uh, type o negative that's a good musical stuff. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. Uh, Tom Blanchard says, I would like to clarify the Cruising Downtown <laughs> car show. It's the biggest car show in New England, and it's $5 for spectators and $35 uh, for show cars. Uh, for It is a fundraiser for the Manchester Rotary Club. <sighs> Uh, and uh, I believe the reason Tom is uh, you believe expressing this is because our friend Easy G. Oh, hold on now. The entertainment reporter was on the morning show saying that it was free or that he goes, but he never pays. Yes, you know, Tom actually does go into more detail in a later post. Oh, da- well, well, he does. Oh, wow, this will yes. be interesting then. It's a scandalous oh. event. So what, what should we call this uh, scandal? Uh, it's a scandal. Uh, event gate? Cargate. Cargate? It's Cargate. 
Uh, Tom all yes, Tom says, spectators, please pay $5. EZG thinks it's a free event. It's not really free. But he'll take two tickets. <laughs> yeah, probably, yes. <laughs> Do you think EZG is uh, trying to uh, usurp the fundraiser? Well, I think he apparently, and see, I can, there's no way that I could say this, that it's going to sound right. Because apparently he was under the assumption that the $5 is a suggested donation, making it optional. Therefore, he could just go mm-hmm. for free. Right. And there is no way to put that truth out there without it sounding really bad. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not roll the bus, though. No, right. Tom rolled the bus. Matt drove it. But yes. I'm just here to clean up the mess. Happy to drive the bus. I love you, Easy. No, we all do, of course. But we should, yes, we we need to support community events. That's how it works. And no, I did not wear the WrestleMania shirt that he got for you uh, that uh, I'm supposed to wear. He mentioned on the morning show he thought I was going to be wearing it today. I will wear it the next time Easy G is going to be joining us in studio. I will wear it for him then. That's assuming it even fits me. Dare I say he thought he... He apparently didn't realize how endowed I am. Well, Andy likes to order women's clothing. I guess it's a fetish. I thought that looked like a no. That wasn't no. That so. no woman's style has like a V to it. Yeah. Well, he claims a, it's a woman's shirt. No. So it won't fit him. Girl's shirt, maybe. I don't think it'll teens fit me twi- either. You know, teen section. We'll see. I'll I'll give it a try. But I love him for thinking of me. By the way, Katie Dobbins, uh, also known as Katie Jean, is in the Facebook live chat and says, thanks, everyone, and thanks for the invitation, Eric Gagnon. Matt Connerton, unleashed. Love, Katie Dobbins. Well, thank you, Katie. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, let's see. Ah, uh, see, I'm not alone. Somebody in the, in the, in the chat room, Christine... Just type that they did it in her science class too. Yeah. Where you pick the, you click your finger. Type B. And it would tell you, and then you'd find out what your blood type was. Yeah, I have no, I have no idea my blood type. It's probably on my birth certificate, right? They put that on there, I would assume. No. They don't? It's not on your birth certificate. They don't put that on your birth certificate? No. Are you sure? Yeah. That seems strange to me. No. Why do you think that needs to be on the birth certificate? Why wouldn't it be? No. It's, it, it's no, really birth not? Certific- no, it's not. Why wouldn't they put that on there? Because there's no reason to put it on there. Why do I need to put it on there? Well, where would it be then? Where would it's in your it? medical chart, Gooba. Medical chart? Yeah. I'm supposed to... You know that electronic thing that the doctors go and look at before they give you stuff? I guess. Like blood? Why wouldn't that be on your birth certificate? Why would it be on your birth certificate? It seems strange. They want it like... What? Really think that that we... No. No, that it, no, it's not. They put all kinds of other stuff on there. They put on where you're born, as in locality, on a map. They put in the building, you know, like the hospital or like your house back in the day, or maybe even today. I don't know. They put uh, somebody sign. Parents sign it usually, or people who people sign it. And and that makes you like. And then they file that with the government because the government needs to know where to tax you. Yeah. But they don't give a care what your blood type is. They just want to be able to tax you. Uh, put you in the system. Don't they get put, you marked? Don't they put like your like your weight when you're born or something on there? Uh no, not really. No. It's not needed. They usually hair color, eye color, you know. Uh you might get like a fun certificate from whoever delivered the baby to to say, "Oh, look, 8 pounds, 16 ounces, 20 inches long." Woohoo. 
But no, that's not necessarily on a birth certificate. I just feel like my birth certificate. A birth certificate, certificate is about your a lot birth. Of, a you lot were of born. Information on it. No. no. Hmm. Well, back in the, I mean, you know, we can't. We can do stuff today. We couldn't do when you were born. Why the heck? No. No, dear. There's no birth. There's no blood typing on your birth certificate. Well, when we all got to see Obama's birth certificate, there was a lot of information. Maybe that's a bad example. That's a bad example, and that was probably not a real certificate. Oh, wow. Aren't you very right-wing all of a sudden? Well, apparently. <laughs> there was no way to... Just no. Just no. I hope everyone knows I'm kidding. I I do believe, and I, I assume you do as well, that it was a what? legitimate Obama's birth certificate. I was, ah, yeah, yeah, whatever. It was a legitimate... Uh... So old. <laughs> Can't you, you need new material here, buddy. Well, yeah. Yes. Um, need a different birth certificate to go after. Now, Trump's tax returns. There's something. <laughs> do those have his blood type and maybe he doesn't want us to know his blood type i doubt that oh uh by the way tom blanchard says in all caps i love you guys well thank you tom <laughs> we, we love you too we appreciate that and we're always looking for a new scandal with uh with you know EZG. how to put both feet forward there buddy mm. well we should uh do our obligatory and if you don't want to hear it shut us off and come back in five minutes <gasps> we have to do because there's always something new why we have to do the obligatory <laughs> crazy joe update because it won't go away it won't and what a day what a day like a venereal disease so this morning this morning crazy joe he goes on <laughs> facebook live he starts one of his videos now it's unusual for him to do this in the morning he usually does it in the evening so he starts one of his videos and he's arguing with our friend Charles Richardson of the Charles Richardson Show. <laughs> Crazy Joe is talking in the video. Charles Richardson is in the chat room. And they're arguing back and forth. Charles is typing. Crazy Joe is talking. <laughs> so then that finally ends. And then, so Charles Richardson, which he, this is only, I think, the second time he's ever made a video specifically about Crazy Joe. The first time was when he came to our defense, when we first ran afoul of, you know, this real New Yorker. <laughs> Charles makes a video and he's very upset with Crazy Joe and he's calling him names and whatnot. And then I see a notification from Facebook Crazy Joe just went live. Yep. So while Charles is doing a video talking about Crazy Joe and ripping him up, Crazy Joe is doing a video attacking Charles and ripping him up. Yes, yes. They were verbal fisticuffins, but they couldn't see each other. They right. were telling each other right. off. Yeah. But neither could see the other because they were both live at the yeah. same time. Yeah. This is just chapter three. And the other thing that <laughs> happened over the weekend is I found, so there's a podcast called Nobody Likes Onions hosted by Patrick Melton. And, well, I found a bunch of interesting videos on the Nobody Likes Onions uh, uh, channel on YouTube, including a music video that I shared out on social media <laughs> with Crazy Joe and a another gentleman in it <laughs> but 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 one of the most don't interesting drink things, anything when you watch it just say yeah yeah but i also found an episode of nobody likes onions from may of this year that where crazy joe called in and uh they chatted for a while and uh a very interesting uh pattern uh again crazy joe trying to uh get uh, patrick to help him Yep. With his show. Same show. You know, talking about the crazy Joe show and how Same great it's going to be. Show. And of course, it, you know, so I do need to reach out to Patrick Melton. And uh, <laughs> I did I did make a comment and I got a uh, like 
from Patrick on the uh, YouTube channel that, uh, you know, Patrick and I should compare notes. Seriously. But, it, uh, this, this guy is like the enigma. <laughs> and how you don't know how far the hole is. Yeah. The yeah. deeper we go, the more people come out. But the thing that happened today was just so wild. Just you know. and then, but then he came back with another video. Oh, of course. And of course, he was back on you. By the way. Oh yeah. You yeah. ratso. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm then he I'm did still his... his uh, worst enemy. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, he did call me the c word again oh, today. Oh, and uh, just uh, one, just incidentally, one more thing too. He uh, he sent me this. Uh, you're just a blanking coward. You let other blank blanks do your dirty work. No guts at all. But that's what you're from a loser state of blankless New Hampshire. Now, mm. uh, because remember. Coming he, from you, I think New Hampshireites are going to take it as a compliment. Yeah. But whatever. Well, remember, he <sighs> believes that uh, all of these people who uh, have an issue with him, whether it's Charles, whether it's our friend Dirk Don from Arrogant Media, uh, Dylan Reynolds, the musician who we talked to that day, who called in. Uh, any of these people. The litany goes on. They all, they, they've all been sent to attack him by me. He That's feels right. that I have sent them to attack him. You have a private jet and you fly people <laughs> yeah. around the world, and you could have sent him. I could have sent a him technician, a technician. Yes, but you didn't want to. But I didn't want because to because I wanna... told you not to. Yeah, it's all such a shame though because. So, no. so much potential. If Not you, anymore. If you just take the bigotry, which you can't. You can't. You can't unring that bell. There's no shame here. But if it were not for all the bigotry, he would be a compelling character. And for all the bigotry, he deserves to be continuously shut down yes. out of every single avenue we can. I want him to have nothing left than pay. Oh, by the way. Pay to play. But, I want him to have to pay to play. By the way, I just got a notification. The Crazy Joe Show is live now. He just went live <laughs> at, at 4.36 p.m. And I assume that right now he's on, trying. on his Facebook page, he's, he's uh, t yep. saying terrible things about me. Not only that. And about everyone from New Hampshire. He's taking your fans, Maddie. Yep. He's going live now because he promised you he was going to take all your fans. And he was going to mm -hmm. take Patrick's fans. And he was going to take Howard Stern's fans. And mm -hmm. he and was going to take Dick's, Dick, uh, Dirk's fans and Charles's fans. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I'm leaving some out. Mm. I really do. Probably. He's going to take everyone's fans. We're all It's in amazing for how it. many bridges he can find to burn in the same pool. It is. It is. <laughs> but uh, and and you know and I'd pull up his video and put it on speaker uh, on my phone, but he's probably swearing, so I can't. But that would actually be actually uh, air any of it. That would Go be figure. Fun. He produces nothing that can be aired. <laughs> that's <sighs> that's true. That is true. Uh, Christine says, "I will never leave you." Hashtag fan family. Thank you. Love uh, you back. Thank you, Christine. That's right. Although you could be a fan of Crazy Joe and still I be a fan of ours. It. You, it, it is possible to be a fan of more than one thing, but I don't think Crazy Joe realizes that. By the way, hello to uh, Pete Trouble Morris in the Facebook live chat. Um, so Any appeal he has wears off within two seconds because he goes into his racism, sexism, misogyny, horrible. I grew up on, I don't know what. I mean, he's just out there. Yeah. He's yeah. an embarrassment. I would never want to claim him as part of, like, my own tribe. It's, it's an embarrassing thing. Well, no. Just saying. Of course not. <laughs> of course, he'd never claim me into any of his tribe because, you know, I'm those people. Right. Well, and you're not a real New Yorker. 
No, those, no, those, I live in New Hampshire, which makes me a cow person. Those, yes, those New Yorkers know the truth, as he says. Supposedly. Supposedly. Even though he doesn't exactly live in New York because it's too expensive. Yeah, he's in... Uh, Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. So but he's a real New Yorker who don't live in New York City. That's right. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. So there's you your, attract uh, the weirdest things. Uh, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. This is all you, Maddie. I suppose. It's not the first time. And I'm betting it's not going to be the last time that another Fruit Loop comes on here and catches onto your coat heels and tries to wear them. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. It's about riding your coattails. So yes, absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, so there's your uh, your uh, obligatory, and yes, it is obligatory, uh, Pete Trouble Morris. Your obligatory Crazy Joe update. Oh, God. And uh, I, I look forward to later uh, seeing what uh, terrible things he's uh, saying about us right now. And it's uh, an incurable venereal disease. But make sure you check out the Crazy Joe in concert video. He worked hard. No, on no, it. they're chronicles. No, I mean the the one the video the music video. Oh, the video. music video. Boy, oh boy, he really uh, tears yeah, it up. Yeah, he tries to. Yeah, does that something? Yes, but uh, anyway. So if you'd like to uh, talk with us, let's see. Yep, we got a uh, little time left in the first hour. Give us a call 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can also text us at six one seven. 9174476 tweet me at matt connerton or send an email to matt and matt Con- at mattconnerton.com um hey babe uh let me share this one with you yeah. nbc just announced the last plane carrying americans from afghanistan has departed and the longest us war concludes they're actually putting a period in it here mhm i find that surprising don't we still have a lot of People over there to help? Um, People that helped us? Probably, yeah. I mean... Probably. I feel like we're we're closing the door and walking away from a genocide that's going to occur in front of all of us. And we're all just going to watch it happen. And it's going to be women and young girls. Well, this entire experience has caused me... And I, you know, I, I mentioned this last week that um, this entire thing has caused me to kind of reassess a lot of my own assumptions and ideas. I think that I, I've been thinking about this a lot. This has really been on my mind. I think that I, when thinking about Afghanistan and our presence there and what we've been doing there for the past two decades, and, and then thinking about the prospect of us leaving Afghanistan, I think I fell in to a certain mode of thinking without realizing it that I often criticize other people for doing. I think I did. And what I mean is, so I often complain on the show, and, and if you're a regular listener, you know, I complain about people's uh, instinct for binary thinking, where... Any any issue, you know, people want to think of it as being either left or right, conservative or liberal, red or blue, black and white, you know, yes, no, whatever. Um, and people refuse to see things as nuanced and complex, even though that's what most issues are, is nuanced and complex. 
the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Um, and I'm, I'm very critical of, of people for that. I think part of it is the two-party duopoly. I think part of it is media. There's a lot of reasons why I think people fall into that. But then I, I kind of had a little bit of an epiphany because I started to have all these mixed feelings about Afghanistan and how, how this withdrawal has gone. And I realized something. I think I fell into some of that binary thinking over the years in terms of Afghanistan because I reflected back on things that I've said and thoughts that I've had and conversations I've had with people both on and off air about it. And what I realized about myself is that I think I fell into that binary thinking in that I, I, I know both on air and off air, there's been many a time that I've said, yes, we need to get out. We've been there for 20 years. We need to get out or, or however many years at whatever point it was that I made the comment or the conversation I was having at the time, right? Well, we've been there for so long. We need to get out. Um, I think I fell into that. Because it's not as simple as do we belong there or do we not belong there. Uh, I mean, I think the question of should we have ever gone in to begin with, that to me is fairly stark. But as far as our ongoing, what became our ongoing occupation there, I'm starting to realize that I think I was thinking about it in a hyper-simplified way. Because now, now that this is all happening, I'm looking at it going, well, wait a minute. Is it really as simple as either we stay or we go? Um, was there not the option of, we hear this number a lot, this 2,500, was there not the option of keeping a small force of 2,500 people there, uh, 2,500 troops there? Um, was there not the option of at least keeping Bagram Air Base, which, by the way, and this made me really start to reexamine my own thoughts about this whole thing. When analysts are, start pointing out just, you know, and things I've been listening to and reading about this, that, you know, Bagram Air Force Base is a Bagram or Bagram. I think it's Bagram. Um, we built that. Um, now I guess the Taliban gets to keep it. But that base, you know, Afghanistan borders China. Having that base there strategically was pretty damn useful for us. You know, I mean, the Chinese are thrilled to see us give that up. But having that base there, even if we're not directly engaged with the Taliban or ISIS or whomever in that part of the world, even if we just have that base there with 2,500 troops on that base, kind of keeping an eye on things, being a stabilizing presence, is there not value in that? And I'm starting to realize I was wrong 
to ever think about Afghanistan as, and I bet a lot of people are having the same sort of reevaluation in their own minds when they think about this. Um, I think I was wrong to ever think of it in such stark terms. And, and, and it's so easy to say, oh, we should get out, we should get out. Never should have been there, let's leave. It's so easy to just say that. But we've seen in real time why it's not so simple. You're right about that. And it, it, it's not that simple. And, and this is what, I have a number of things that are bothering me. What happened to America doesn't negotiate with terrorists? What happened to that? Well, that's never been a serious, I mean, we, we well, always okay. have. So if the, somebody, the, the, please explain to me why Trump was negotiating with the Taliban instead of the, who was the president of Afghanistan? Who was the sitting Afghani government that had to run quickly so they wouldn't be killed by the Taliban? Why was the American president making an agreement with the Taliban who wasn't in charge of the country? Well, let me let me just say about that just quickly. I have I have no issue with the Trump administration negotiating with the Taliban, except for uh, the Afghani's should have been at the table. The Afghani government, uh, uh, President uh, uh, Ghani, is that how you say his name, should have been at the table, too. The, Sounds the, to the, me like they got blindsided. The mistake that Trump and Pompeo made is they thought it was perfectly fine to negotiate with the Taliban without the Afghani government being at the table as well. And that, to me, not only a mistake, but actually pretty damn bizarre. Uh, I mean, I mean, well, I don't know we're what, talking about what the a man point who doesn't was. have. Sorry. No, I'm just saying, I, I don't know what, what the point was what, from their point of view to leave the Afghanis out of it unless they thought they could get done something done quickly. Uh, you know, they were trying to be expedient about it, and then they could, you know, just do what they did when they pulled out of Syria. I mean, I would say, I don't think, you know, because there are some who will say, well, if Trump had, you know, been the one getting us out of Afghanistan, this all would have been different. I don't believe that for a minute. Look at the mess that happened when Trump decided we were leaving Syria. I mean, that also, I mean, not as bad. Oh, I got no love for Biden in this one. Not on the same scale. Well, I don't, I don't have any love for either of them on, on this. I mean, you no, know. No, this is worse than Syria. No, I think it's worse. This is but, far worse. But I'm just saying, uh, anyone who wants to make the argument, oh, Trump could have done this better. No, I think Trump would have, I actually think Trump would have, uh, not to, again, I, I don't like the way Biden did this, but I think Trump would have approached it probably pretty much the same way as Biden. Yeah, let's just leave because past his prologue, look at how Trump decided to take us out of Syria. It was like, whoa, dude, what are you doing? It's this, it's this rip the bandage off approach, and I do understand it's it in one worse sense. Than that. But I think, but I, I do not believe that if the Biden administration actually had any inkling that it was going to be this much of a mess, that oh, they would have done bull. it this way. Oh, bull! They knew. Maybe they didn't think it was going to happen this fast, but they knew the stuff was going to hit the fan. The Biden administration has completely screwed this up in the worst well, possible I agree. way. I agree with there that. There are thousands of people, probably hundreds of thousands of people, that are not only going to die but pay for this. The, the, the problem I see on both the Biden administration and the Trump administration is nobody gave a care about the women. Nobody cared. You're negotiating with people who buried a woman up to her neck and stoned her to death. You are... You are negotiating with people that will take a cane and rip it across a 12-year-old little girl's body because she did to go to freaking school. Because these people promised they were going to treat women better this go-around. We won't, we won't stone as many of them this go-around. We'll only take child brides that are over the age of nine. Give me a break. Biden, Trump, nobody. They don't care about women. They don't care what they set up for. This is an atrocity. This is a worldwide atrocity. And 
unfortunately, from where I'm sitting, it seems that the American government and countless other ones are content to go along with this. Because you know what? It's just, that's when everything, even if you give Biden the benefit of the doubt, the minute the poop started hitting the fan and we're taking people out like it's Saigon, he should have sent in troops. It's, okay, this isn't happening. But instead, he's standing there welcoming home 13 dead bodies. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey guys, Jeff Nyan. How are you today? Good, Jeff. This how season. are you? Do- how are you doing? Hey, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, always nice to hear you guys talk about uh, current events. I love how Jenny gets fired up. Oh, so, <laughs> oh good. <laughs> uh, here's the other thing too. If you read that article that you know this last plane that just left, so that's just the, the rest of the soldiers. There's still Americans on the ground there in Afghanistan that they did not evacuate. Okay. There's an estimated about three to four hundred Americans that are still in Afghanistan. There are no more soldiers, based on the report that just came out. There are no more soldiers on the ground, but there are American citizens still in Afghanistan. Well, that is part so of. It, it, uh, Go ahead, I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say, Jeff, isn't that part of what's so maddening about this? Shouldn't the military have been the last to leave, not the first? You know? They, yeah. Right. I mean, I agree with you, Matt, but I think we set such a hard deadline, and I don't think yeah. you know. It begs the question: Is there ever? Is there ever? Is there after being there for so long? Can you ever fully remove yourself from that country? I, and I don't. I don't think so, because in my opinion, this is coming from the uh, from my side. Um, is that you know, we've had this threat of violence against the Taliban for the last X amount of years, right? So now we remove that threat of us doing any violence to them because we've negotiated this, we've withdrew, with, withdrawn our troops. So we negotiated this big thing, and, and we're gone now. What happens now? There's no more threat of violence against this, this terrorist organization over there. They have free reign as of, I would say, right now. They have free reign to do what they want, and Jenny's 100% accurate. They're going to go back to their old ways. You know, it's not like these people are reformed. It's a reformed political party. This is a terrorist group. It's always going to be a terrorist group. Um, and, that, and, and, you know, how do we move forward from here? See, and that's what, and you're bringing up important points because the, the thing that I read about that, high, that, that headline that bothers me is it's like they put a period in it. It's ended. It's done. You know, oh, we took our, you know, too bad, too sad if you're still stuck there and you happen to be an American or worse, somebody that worked with the Americans. And and John, right? And then so the other side of that too is right. So how much how much hate does this breed, right? Oh, so let's yeah. say the Taliban are now recruiting people, and now these people are now you know extremely upset. The United States left them behind. They did work for us. They were interpreters, whatever. You know, did we just create another four you know four hundred thousand terrorists that joined Taliban because they're so mad at us? I mean, I don't, I don't know the numbers, but yeah. you, you know what I'm you get what I'm saying. What, right? What's going to yeah. happen to the kids that are teenagers right now in a few years? When they watched America turn their back and mm-hmm. they watched their mom get stoned or their sister get attacked. Yeah, that's a great point. Because that's what's going on here. And you, we saw American journalists, women journalists who were over there and had been for quite a number of time being told to cover up or they were coming after you. Get off the street. You're not covered. Yeah. Showing your face. Yeah, I, mean, I agree 100 percent. I mean, we're going to see we're going to see some mass executions, I would imagine, starting tonight, if not tomorrow. That's just my opinion. Uh there's no fact behind that, just my opinion. But we know who these actors are, right? We know the makeup of these Taliban terrorist organizations. We know what they're capable of and what they thrive in doing. 
and now there's no threat of violence against them to keep them in check, they're going to run wild. And, and unfortunately, we're going to see a lot of lives lost, I think, uh, in Afghanistan in the next in the coming weeks. No do, question about it. Do you do you think, Jeff, because I, I kind of at this point feel like we should have kept 2,500 at Bagram Air Force Base and just kept that? Uh, man, 100%. I mean, we, we have to keep the force contingency there to show them that, hey, we are still very serious. And we, can, we have assets on the ground that we can then mobilize mm-hmm. quickly if we need to, uh, to, to, you know, if, if a group flares up or, the, you know, this, that, whatever happens. Uh, but now we're going to have a battle, too, Matt, which nobody's talking about. Now we're going to have this battle between Taliban and then whatever they're calling the ISIS-K. Yeah. <laughs> these two groups do not get along, right? So now we're going to have a battle between these two terrorist organizations to see who the number one terrorist organization is. Yeah. And that, so now we're going to get some bad stuff from both of these groups, and, and it's, just, it's, not, it's, it's just a recipe for d- disaster uh, moving forward, unfortunately. I, I do agree with you. We should have we kept some force there. Uh, we also probably shouldn't have given up uh, hundreds of thousands of weapons and, oh, God. and tanks and mm-hmm. helicopters. Black Hawk and, helicopters, I mean, we missile. Blown those up the, before oh, we gosh. exited. But well, yeah, and we know. and we gave them uh, we gave them that base. I mean, you know, they, <laughs> uh, right? It's it's, right. it's I want to get sick to my stomach thinking about the fact that the the bullets and things that we paid for. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to get used on these people. And I feel like we're, it's like you say you're, it's, I mean, they left fully equipped gunships over there. You're walking away from people inside cages. You're turning your back and just walking away. I mean, we got soldiers that are going to be hurting forever with this, too. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the yeah, same thing yeah. happened uh, uh, in, in Iraq with, uh, you know, we were fighting ISIS with our own stuff because, <laughs> you, right. know, you know, we armed the Iraqis right. and then and then right. ISIS is using our own weapons against us. It's madness. And then we but turn our backs while they kill people. Point. I think you both brought up a great point. It doesn't matter who was in office, if it was Trump or Biden. I mean, we saw, you you know, we mentioned what, what Trump did with the withdrawal uh, and then with what Biden just did. I mean— it's a it's a crappy exit strategy on both ends, no matter no matter who the president is. And I and I get I get us and I get Biden trying to hold on to this timeline. But if we saw what was going on, listen, I could I could plan to pay off my house next month. And if something happens and I can't pay it off, I'm going to extend it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's a, right. it's a contingency plan. It's right. like, hey, the 31st maybe is not going to work out. Let's go the 31st. Uh, you know, next month. Let's go 30 days out and see where we are then. Right? Why did Biden have to, exactly, why did Biden have to dig his heels in so, so hard? Why couldn't he go? Yeah, um, didn't know it was going to happen this fast. We just sent back 2,300 troops and we're going to get back under control so we can leave responsibly. But what I don't understand from the get-go is why did we just all of a sudden, we're leaving, everybody pack it up, whatever you can carry, we're leaving, everything else just sit where it is. Why wasn't there a slow withdrawal, slowly backing it up, turning over each section of the country over to what was the the government? The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. 
The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Yeah. Instead of right. just, we've just pulled out, took everything. It's like, we just, you know, it, it's like taking away the force field and you're standing there naked as, as you can be. And there's nothing right. between and you and them. And I mean, a, great, a, a, basic, a basic exit plan, I won't keep you guys. I know you're going to take a break. But your, big, your basic exit plan, right, is you take your furthest assets, you move them back to checkpoint, you yes. move them back to another checkpoint until we're all back into that airfield and we're on, everybody's on the last plane out. I, you know, this was just, uh, hey, we're, we're, we're shutting the airport. Meet us at this gate. <laughs> I, that doesn't make any if sense If you can me, get there. You know? Yeah, if you can get there. Right, right. And there are people that are there. they're saying this isn't going to be the Taliban like it was. This is a nicer Taliban. So in, what they're doing is camping yeah. out in front of people's houses and waiting for them to show their hair. As soon as you come up for air, yeah, Jenny, we're it's, taking a, you. it's a kinder, it's a kinder, gentler Taliban. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they've been reformed. They'll shoot Taliban, you instead of cutting so. your head off, maybe? Is that the deal? Yeah, very kind. Very yeah. kind of them. Very kind. But we won't want your daughters uh, to know how to read and write. Uh, yeah, yeah, crazy. But it is. All right. All right, guys. Have a great rest of the show. Nice, nice chat. Appreciate All right. it. All right, Jeff. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Take care. Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. It's that one haunting image that kills me, that woman who's just trying to force herself through the gate, and her cry is so guttural as she's begging the American oh, soldiers, yeah. please, they're coming for me. Please. Like, she's so, how can you not feel that? Yeah. We did this. We did this. It's not okay. I want to go. I want Biden to stand up and go. You know what? I screwed this up. We're sending this in. We're getting all of our assets and people out. And anybody who tries to come at us, we're going to shoot them. These guys don't have an air force. You know, we we've got so many different ways that we could overwhelm them. It's not even funny. But we're letting this happen. We are. We might as well just pull the triggers ourselves. Why do we leave them? Why did we give them new schools? Why did we encourage young girls to go to university if this is what we were going to do? Why? So they know what they were going to miss? Well, they may not have an Air Force, but we left them a nice uh, airport. <laughs> yeah, people are making jokes that supposedly there were 35 Blackhawks and three of them have been trashed because they were trying to fly that's, them. That's what Tom but said in the chat room. 35 Blackhawks? Really? We left that. We left yeah. that. Do you, how, many, uh, how, many, uh, how many lives could that maybe save, huh? huh? How, much does my, how, mm. how much does my infusion treatment cost, Maddie? Mm. And we're going to throw money like that? Well, we are past the top of the hour, so we will uh, take a break. And uh, I do see a lot of great uh, Facebook uh, live comments, so we'll we'll come back to those after the break. But uh, you're listening to Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH. Don't go away. There is plenty more to come. Two numero dos of Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live 
from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. Streaming at WMNHradio.org and on the Facebook on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And of course, you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. And of course, uh, hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and Tomorrow Radio. Today is Monday, August 30th, 2021. Uh, Jenny is here as well at the news desk. Shalom. And, of course, I do want to remind you, we are sponsored by The Hop Knot. Uh, don't go there today because Monday and Tuesday is their weekend, but they are open Wednesday through Sunday. They have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. They have, uh, what do they have? They've got uh, Thursday nights is Trivia Night, hosted by the great Bill Seedy, which I believe resumes this week. Yep. And Friday nights, of course, our friend Grant Lampton performs live from 7 to 9 p.m. And uh, you mentioned the gender blender is this weekend. I believe is that, that is this weekend. This weekend, yes, yes. I'm a terrible person because I didn't look. Great food, great service, and a but wonderful uh, family that owns and operates at the Hop Knot on Elm right across the street. Um, and uh, if you'd like to enter the discussion today, of course you can, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at mattconnerton.com. And of course you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat, but the best thing to do is give us a call at 603 603- Two five zero six zero zero seven. Just to kind of catch up too with the Facebook Live chat comments regarding what we were discussing uh, at the end of the first hour, uh, the situation in Afghanistan. Uh, Scott Robinson says Biden screwed up this whole thing royally. Huge misstep. Uh, Tom Blanchard says in all caps, OMG, we gave the Taliban a list of people who have helped us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Tom says, it turns my stomach to see them driving our Humvees. Yep, absolutely. Um, there is, uh, by the way, Nemi had uh, shared this out, our friend Nemi Jones. I'm going to look at this later. It's uh, it, it's kind of a long article, but uh, The Atlantic has this article up. Biden deserves credit, not blame for Afghanistan. It says Americans should feel proud of what the U.S. government and military have accomplished in the past two weeks. I'm going to look at the article later, but I assume it's written from the, um, you know, there are still these people who are uh, approaching this uh, from the angle of, you know, look, there was no easy way to do this. Biden ripped the bandage off, but, you know, at least we're finally getting out. But like I said, I'm, I'm rethinking my whole, my assumptions and viewpoints of, you know, you know what? I, I didn't He's using Trump as an excuse. Well, Trump made my hands with this deal. Somewhat. But the buck stopped with him. Which right. is it, buddy? You don't get both. Well, you know, the, the thing that I wanted to mention, too, and, and we are going to move on to another subject momentarily, but something else that had me rethinking a lot of what I had been thinking about this is, um, you know, this idea of at least keeping a minimum of 2,500 troops there at Bagram Air Force Base to maintain that. And, you know, with strategic reasons, again, that borders China. <laughs> That's a big reason right there. And, of course, the Chinese are very happy and the Russians are very happy to see all of this happening. But the other thing, too, is that, you know, because some people say, people will say, well, wait, no, that's not getting out. Getting out means getting out. But 
somebody pointed this out. It was one of the talking heads on one of the cable news shows pointed this out. And it was such an obvious thing, and I'd never thought about it this way before, but somebody said, what's the big deal about keeping 2,500 troops there when we still have, and I forget what the number is, it's an obscene number, tens of thousands, tens of thousands of troops in Korea. Well, I don't uh, on exactly the on agree the, with that one the, either, on though. On the border of North and South Korea, tens of thousands of troops there who've been there for decades, and nobody ever says boo about we need to get them out of there. Um, well, or, or, no, that's I think the, not true. I think the number's been reduced a little there bit over time. There are people who have been saying that we shouldn't be the policemen of the world. Yeah, and, but nobody and ever... should back out of, of some of these locations we've been in forever. Yeah, but nobody ever says. But, I mean, if you think about the tens of thousands of troops that we have in Korea— and yet, you know, we, we can't leave 2,500 well, in, in Afghanistan? Well, probably because what we're hearing about is soldiers dying in Afghanistan. So let's, I don't hear the news, the nightly news telling me tonight in the news, in Korea, we lost five people today. That's not what I'm hearing. No, of course not. It's Afghanistan. No. Right. But we hadn't had a casualty in Afghanistan. See, the thing is, the last, the last five years... In the last 18 months, not a single U.S. casualty in Afghanistan. And actually, in the last five years, it had been relatively stable. So we probably well, we, well, should have left the, some great, people Great, nice there. number while we were still there and had things relatively under control. Now look, right. how many dead? Oh, 13. Well, that's what I'm saying. 13. Yeah. So I think there's... Um, it is possible that long-term... Politically, again, this is this is strictly a political analysis that I'm offering now. I want to be clear. I'm not justifying or rationalizing anything. But there may be a political calculation here for Biden and for his administration that um, once, you know, now that our military, they're saying the mission is over. After 20 years, the mission is over. As time passes and we're dealing with other things and the pandemic drags on and whatnot, um, that this will recede to being in the rearview mirror for most Americans. And there may not be a long term in the short term. Oh, ain't that a good reason in the short term? Oh, well, again, I'm just, like I said, I'm just offering a political analysis. This is not a rational. If we close our eyes and don't see the atrocities, then we can avoid them. Right. But Americans have short memories when it comes to this stuff. And it is God, I hope not. In it, this case. it is it is possible that politically this does not damage him in the long term. Only in the short term, it has his approval rating is below 50 percent for the first time since his inauguration, because Americans felt pretty good about um, his handling of the pandemic, um, which I still give him high marks for on the Afghanistan withdrawal. I give him give him an F, frankly. Oh, F, frankly. But uh, but. But this may this may recede quickly in the uh, I hope not in the consciousness of the electorate and damn it, I hope not. Well, we'll this see. Is a, this 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 again just this a political nothing, analysis. This is this is not this is not same day different circumstances. This is different. We went in there. We pushed and created and helped to establish some sort of democracy or some kind of difference in their government. We've been there for over 20 years. We've got young adults who have never known a world without us, who went to school without being harassed, who were never asked to get married at the age of 10. 
This is this is not this is not this is not oh god this is not something we should ever close our eyes to or stop talking about. We're talking this is going to lead to mass atrocities against women, against females in Afghanistan. There are going to be countless deaths, there are going to be countless rapes. We're turning on back on 10-year-olds getting raped and forced into marriage. We're turning on back on a 12-year-old being forced to give birth. Then put on a sheet because if anybody sees her face, they're going to bury her or stone her to death. We're turning our back. That's what we're not leaving. We're not ending something. We're turning our backs. It's disgusting. I'm disgusted. I'm angry as all get out with our government of what we are doing and what we're willing to walk away from. No matter how much it's shown to you on TV that this is wrong, no matter how much we've know, and even Biden saying, we didn't expect it to happen this fast, you knew it was going to happen. They knew it was going to happen. They knew how bad it was going to be, and they let it happen. They walked away. You might as well line up the Jews in the, in the pit, and you walk away and turn your back while the gods sit there and shoot them all down into the pit. Because that's literally what we're doing to these women. That's literally what we're doing. There are going to be atrocities. Human atrocities. There is a thought regarding the Taliban that, um, and I, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm skeptical about this idea. And it sounds like you, you are too. And, and it sounded like Jeff was too, Jeff Nyan when he called. But there is this idea that the Taliban um, maybe look, it's not going to be a kinder, gentler Taliban, but they might be a little less um, violent in, in because apparently, and I want to read more about this because I think this is interesting. From what I understand about, it's estimated that about 90% of their assets, their financial assets are currently frozen and um, there may be a way to leverage them. And, and I don't I, I assume this was part of the discussion when Trump and uh, Pompeo were trying to negotiate with the Taliban before. Well, they did negotiate with. The, I shouldn't say trying. Can they show us where in this negotiation they established a new government? Right. Well, I don't know. I'm just I'm just wondering, though. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club. Opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Um, if it is true what is uh, purported to be 90% of their assets are currently frozen, and is it possible to use that to leverage them 
into being a kinder, gentler Taliban. Oh, please. You know, we'll unfreeze if this even, or that. If that's even remotely close to being true, whoever came up with that foolishness needs to have the head smacked off the head. Well, body. Come on. Again, I need to I need to read more about it because this particular aspect of things is interesting to me. But from what I from the little bit that I I understand the the Afghanistan government um is now operating at a deficit and they need to um if the Taliban is in control, they're going to if they effectively replace what was the existing which I guess they have, right? They'll have lots of money and less women. The existing Afghan government. And girls. If they want to be able to operate, they're going to have to have some of those assets unfrozen. So there might be a possibility to leverage that against the Taliban and get them to behave themselves more. Will let girls go to school to their 12 instead of 9 and they can get married at 12 instead? I don't know. Is that the negotiation? I'm just just saying that is a thought that apparently is in the uh, calculus here. But Maddie, this is what they're saying. I'm skeptical. But what they're saying is this is somehow a kinder Taliban that's going to be more open to gender issues with women. Mm -hmm. And they've come out and said, well, we'll we'll let girls go to school to this age, but you can't have mixed classes anymore. You can't have males and females learning in the same classroom anymore, which you and I both know translates into a, a crappy education for the girls. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they're not going to be getting what the boys are getting. Yeah. We already know this. Yeah. These, and unfortunately, the Taliban's history shows us that they have zero use for women except for cleaning the house and pushing out babies. Other than that, they got no use for you. Yeah, and, and we're 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 content to let that happen. We're just gonna walk away. Oh, we'll bring our people home. Well, most of them anyway. And we're not how many? You know, we're never gonna even know how many Americans got left behind. Because if you're telling me you didn't leave any behind, oh, that's bull. I don't believe that one iota that there aren't Americans left behind, and there most definitely are Afghans that are gonna be on a hit list. Because for the last 20 years, they've been working with the American government. Um, well, we'll uh, we'll move on because you wanted to talk about the uh, horse dewormer. Oh, seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to somebody explain to me how. OK, there are, you want this. Number one, you're not going to be finding a bunch of human trials on this thing. It's a dewormer drug. When's the last time you heard we needed to deworm your newborn? That's just, you know, that doesn't happen. And people are taking this stuff if they think they have COVID or as preventative somehow. I I mean, that you'll do, but you won't get a vaccine. Really? Really? You take dewormer medication? We're not drinking pool cleaner. We're going to eat some dewormer meds. Oh. You and Fido are going to be all set, man. Pool cleaner. Has anyone researched that, though? Ingesting pool cleaner? Yeah. yeah. Has anyone looked into that? I think the poison control has. Oh, although poison good. control okay. has re- is now receiving an alarming number of calls in relation to the Iverson, the, I- the, the warmer drug. Ivermectin. Ivermectin. You're thinking of Alan Iverson. I think he's a basketball player. Oh, I don't know. They may I, have gotten... I'm just still trying to wrap my head around intelligent people taking a dewormer drug uh, and thinking that's safe. Well, no, I think we can safely assume there are not intelligent people taking the dewormer drug. Supposedly, um, some of these people have degrees from where I'm not sure. Well, 
but um, really, dewormer drugs? I shared this out uh, earlier. A secret government conspiracy to deworm your newborn. I got this from uh, Fred Bonig's uh, Facebook page, and I shared it out to Unleashed, and people liked it. Anti-vaxxers who take horse dewormer ivermectin shall hereby re- be referred to as naysayers. <laughs> so. Oh, God. Really? Really? Go. Hundreds of millions of people around the globe have been inoculated against COVID, but you're going to take a horse dewormer because well, you're smarter than the average man. And then there's no uh, horse dewormers uh, left. It says here, this is from the, uh, the Reno Gazette Journal in Reno, Nevada. It says, deworming season is fast approaching for horse owners in northern Nevada. Every September through November, horses are administered medications containing ivermectin to stave off life-threatening parasitic intestinal worms. But this year, feed stores are having a difficult time keeping large animal ivermectin medications on the shelves due to a spike in interest in the drug's use Mm. as a home remedy for COVID-19. You moron. But the FDA hasn't approved ivermectin to combat COVID-19. Not only that, the differences between the human and large animal forms of the drug are significant and potentially deadly. Imagine that. Yes. Remember, this attacks parasites. How many parasites do you have today? I don't Come on. E- personally, I don't think I even have any worms. Seriously. We'd know if I did, right? Yeah, they'd be wiggling around in your poo-poos. Oh, my goodness. Well, we definitely would know if I Because when you I give the worm or the animals, guess what comes out their poo? Yikes. Lots of wormies. Uh, it says here, quote. Sometimes they're still moving. Mm, Lately, it's been flying off the shelves again, unquote, says McKenna LaFond, who works at Sierra Feed and Saddlery in Reno. When it's in stock, it only lasts a week before it's sold out again. LaFond says the rush on ivermectin medications for animals has been going on for months as COVID-19 cases began to increase in Nevada. Morons. Sierra Feed and Saddlery, Saddlery uh, has limited, I don't know how to say that word, I've never seen it before in my life, has limited means to determine who needs ivermectin for livestock and who plans to use it as a COVID-19 preventative, preventative or cure LaFon said, quote, we have a sign up that says for animal use only and write it on the receipts. We make the customers sign it just so they know that it's for horses, unquote. And then they go out and they open their trunk and they sell it out of the trunk to their friends. Oh, God. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, I really think that's what's actually happening. So. For for a real simplistic thing about medicine, modern medicine is usually, especially medication, is based upon your weight. If you don't weigh as much, we don't give you as much drugs so we don't kill you or hurt you. If you weigh a little more, that's what we do. But the last time I checked, we didn't have a lot of Americans running around between 840 and 2,200 pounds, which is the average weight of a horse. 840 to 2,200 pounds. Okay, guys? Do not take horse medicine. You can... No, no horsey medicine for human. This is Darwin at its worst. Mm. And if any of these fools feed it to their children, they should be charged with child abuse. Oh, absolutely. This is disgusting. And if, it, No, you don't put horse dewormer in your body. Well, this might help uh, sway some people. There's a section here in the article, side effects of self-administered ivermectin. 
The uh, U.S. Centers for Disease Control issued a health advisory on Thursday urging people against taking ivermectin, saying that poison control centers had experienced a five-fold increase in calls for symptoms ranging from hallucinations and confusion to gastrointestinal issues. Ivermectin in a pill form is used to treat parasitic worms in humans. A topical form of the drug is used to treat head lice and skin conditions, such as rosacea, the FDA says. Other forms of ivermectin are used to treat parasites in horses and cows and as a heartworm medicine for dogs. In a very different dosage schedule. Yes. An ivermectin overdose in humans can cause nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, low blood pressure, and allergic reactions such as itching or hives, seizures, dizziness, problems with balance, coma, and potentially death, according to the FDA, which is is warned consumers about the potential harm for months. You do not weigh over 840 pounds. You should not be taking horse medicine. Oh, my God. I can't believe we need to say these things. uh, In 2021, we're seriously having a discussion on Evening Drive about a horse dewormer. The uh, death part in particular uh, seems a bit uh, self-defeating. Well, you know, if you happen to make it but you screw up your intestines, we know how to make a little hole in your belly Mm. so we can drag part of your intestines out. Oh, I don't even. Yeah, and we can glue uh, a bag to it to catch the poop. even need to think about that. that's what we can do to you. Don't worry, modern medicine's got a few ways to put (laughs) you back together. Uh, The form of the drug, pills for humans, paste for large animals, isn't the only difference between the drugs. The formulations, this is what you were talking about, the formulations and doses are wildly different between humans and animals, weighing up to a ton or more. Yada. It's not an antiviral drug, but it has been among the drugs discussed on internet forums by vaccine skeptics. And coronavirus deniers. I knew QAnon was coming somewhere. Yep. As one uh, to help treat COVID-19. Similarly, some touted hydroxychloroquine, a, uh, as did our former president, a drug approved for malaria as a way to treat COVID-19 patients. Neither drug has been approved for use by the FDA against COVID-19, which is warned against potentially serious side effects from self-administered hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. I don't understand why people want to take their chance on getting it to then take a chance on one of these drugs instead of just getting vaccinated and, and just not getting that sick in the first place. Like, you know, let's avoid the hospital by not getting that sick in the first place. Not let's let's pray that this drug can come in if I do get that sick and maybe keep me out of the hospital. Where is the logic in this, Maddie? My head hurts. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it is right. It's it's the I, same people who they don't trust a vaccine because uh, you know the same people that don't trust the <laughs> vaccine are mad at you because you won't give them an antibiotic for your sore throat that doesn't need yeah, one. Well, this is the, yeah. this is the insanity that is humankind. By the way, hello to uh, Jared Martineau, who joins us in the Facebook live chat. Um, Yeah. uh, By the way, there is an article. I can't uh, read it because it requires a subscription, but it just caught my eye. The Chicago Tribune. uh, You have to pay for a subscription, but uh, they have a column up. A letter from a horse. (laughs) Please stop taking ivermectin to treat COVID-19. That's our medication, you ninny. Right? So... That could actually, I mean, and, and in all seriousness, yeah, vets don't have the medicine. You got these animals that are coming 
do and babies that need to be treated and they're not going to get treated. So they're going to have problems there. So you're, you're hurting private industry. You know, how does that go? How does that match your belief system? I don't get it. Yeah. I feel like I, I stepped into the twilight zone about 18 months ago and I've not gotten back out. Like I'm in an alternate reality where suddenly science is verboten and conspiracy and sun gods are all in. Well, you know, it's like I said last week, um, when it comes to all of this stuff, you know, have a conversation with your doctor, um, you know, in, in terms of how you should approach this. And look, I've, I've said, just to make it clear to people, but I'll, I'll say it again here now, today, um, if, if you're not getting vaccinated because you had a conversation with your doctor and your doctor, for whatever reasons, told you, hey, because of your particular circumstance, because of medical conditions that you have, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is, whatever's going on with you medically, if your doctor says to you, I don't feel comfortable with you getting this vaccine, I think it's better to take the risk of getting COVID rather than getting vaccinated because your particular medical circumstances, I have a concern about it. If that's why you're not getting vaccinated, because you had a conversation with your doctor and your doctor said, don't, I got no beef with you. My beef is, is with all the people who avoid having a conversation with their doctor about it. And instead, you know, they get their information from fringe websites and, and right wing Facebook memes and, you know, oh, I, I didn't talk to my doctor, but I'm not getting vaccinated because I had a conversation with my next door neighbor whose college roommate's cousin did a half a semester at med school, but knows a pharmacist in Boise, Idaho, who uh, saw someone get vaccinated and then their blood turned green and now they're a Vulcan. And so uh, my 20 year old daughter yeah. saw this on the Internet yeah. and that must be what the problem is. Yeah, seriously. I have yeah. well, I have about a dozen different providers ranging from. Dana-Farber Hospital, Brigham and Women's, Mass General, Wentworth Douglas, Concord Hospital. All of these people have not only taken the vaccine themselves and given it to their own family, but every single one of them very much wanted me to be vaccinated as soon as possible. Yeah. So if that helps any in mass, that's what I look at as an yeah. individual. I'm looking at that going, well, you know, you're sticking it in your own arm, too. So what's going on here? We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Yeah, this is Rob. I uh, I use ivermectin on my dogs. Yes. To treat heartworm. Yes, yes. Yes, parasite. Yep. That's a parasite. Yeah, yeah. I give, yeah, the, the, the recommended dose is one-tenth of a cc per pound of dog. So you give your dog, and, that's and I don't, a, you don't inject it into them. You just put it in their food, and it prevents heartworm. It doesn't yeah. prevent... You know other viruses, other no. sicknesses, and yeah, virus. Yeah, it, it doesn't do anything bacteria. for a virus. It keeps them from getting worms. I do have a question keeps though, them from Rob. Getting worms. I do have a question though, Rob. And and tell me the truth. Are you ever tempted to dip into the ivermectin yourself and just see, you know, if it keeps you from getting a parasite or something or getting a virus? No, I, I no, I get my shots at the doctor, but ah. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, because because I have because I have a bunch of dogs, it's. Yeah. It's cheaper to bet to get the uh, ivermectin at Tractor Supply and administer it in their food than it is to buy, you know, heartworm pills, which yeah. you know are, are, are a lot more expensive. So it's just it's just a practical way of treating animals, you know, from getting 
sick. So you use the ivermectin for your dogs, and you get your shots at the doctor. You're one of the smart people. Oh, you sure you don't want to suck some of that tube up? The pace. Absolutely not. <laughs> Just checking. Just I think checking. that's. I think that's wise, Rob. I think you're on the right track. Something about do not ingest <laughs> on the bottle, maybe. Just yeah, checking. it definitely says yes. Yeah, and it's and it's you know, and you got to be careful. I mean, yeah, I you could kill your dog if you gave them too much because it is. It's designed for horses and large large farm animals, so you have to be yeah. really cautious about how much you actually give to a canine. And like I said, it's a very, very minuscule dose, one-tenth of one cc per, uh, uh, per pound of, uh, of, of animal, of dog. So, you know, it's, it's not a lot. Yeah. It's a, pretty small, it's a pretty small dose. By the way, do you ever have any trouble getting it? Because apparently in some parts of the country it's flying off the shelves because humans are actually taking it. I have not bought it in a while. It has a pretty long shelf life yeah. and a little vial lasts a long time because you use such a small dose of it uh, on a monthly basis. So I, I, I tend to throw, I tend to have it expire before I actually use an entire vial. So oh. I haven't bought it in over a year. Oh, okay. All right. Good. You well, might want to grab an extra tube. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's a whole no lot of morons out there it sucking it out like candy. Yeah, yeah. Morons. I know. It's 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 pretty incredible. All right, Rob. Uh, anything else on your mind? Nope. That's it. Stay off the ivermectin. <laughs> all, all right. Outstanding. All right, my friend. Thank you for the call. Take care. Thank you. Bye now. Bye bye. All right. You heard it from Rob. Stay don't, off the ivermectin. That's right. It's for your dogs. Jeez, people. The fact that we have to say these things is really sad, okay? It's really, really sad. Actually, uh, he didn't indicate where he was from, but assuming he's from around here, at least, you know, in this part of the country where people are educated more, (laughs) hopefully, well, I mean, the Northeast. He said that so smoothly. Well, we yes are. and no. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we got There's a lot of... There's plenty of them around here, no, too. No, I know there are. There are. but we're, Unfortunately. But, I mean, you look at COVID, we're certainly doing better than, say, well, the South. To a point. <laughs> we got plenty of them out here that are going, don't muzzle our children. Oh, I know. I know. We can't vaccinate them yet, but that's all right. Yeah. Again, moron mentality. Uh, by the way, uh, Stacey Lawton joins us in the chat room. Uh, she says, hey, hey, everybody. Sorry to be so late. I'm going to have to listen to the show later. Wish me luck. Tomorrow is arraignment day. Ah. All right. The plot thickens on as... Well, good luck with that, Stacey. You know? I hope it doesn't go badly for you. But yeah. at the same token, I'm really hoping that you're telling the truth and you really didn't do what you're saying you did. Mm. They're saying you did. Right. Because anybody who does that is an absolute... Mm-mm. I can't say it. Well, I will say it is easy to, uh, they call it spoofing, right? When you Yeah, uh, and there was a story about that recently. Yeah. There was a story about spoofing getting people recently. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, it was made to look like they were calling, people were calling from like a police department or something. Right, right. And the phone calls weren't real. Yeah. But it, anybody who calls into 911, I hope if any, every 911 call is taken extraordinarily seriously. Yeah. And if 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 services are being sent to you and somebody else is having a heart attack and you're a joke, the person with the heart attack might be getting buried in a couple of days. So 911 should never be used for anything but a real emergency that you really need fire, EMS, or police to come. 
come and save the day because, you know, taking them to your place unnecessarily, not so good. I'm not saying that's what happened. That's what the accusation is. And that that's a serious thing in my book. As a former EMT, I would get really ticky at that. Yeah. Although I used to get upset too sometimes when people would call 911. It's 2 in the morning. It's the middle of a blizzard. You get get up. You get dressed. You get out of bed. You race down there. And they go, nah, I don't want you to take me. But you really should go into the hospital. You're having chest pains and your blood pressure is really high. No, I don't really want to go. Well, what in the world did you call? Mm-hmm. Why did you call at 2 in the morning? Well, you know what's becoming a real problem in uh, some of the southern states now is... Uh... <sighs> I, I should. I, I shouldn't. I mean, it's 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 getting worse and worse now. There's places in the country where, um, you know, you if you show up at the emergency room for chest pains, you might not get in. You might not be able to get seen. That has because happened. They're so overwhelmed now with COVID, and it's it's just uh, you know the healthcare system just uh, is being completely overwhelmed in Texas and Louisiana, and of course Louisiana now you know, uh, uh, really getting their asses kicked because of the hurricane on top of it. There was a hospital that had the roof ripped off by the hurricane. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that footage. It was insane. But, it uh, looked like it was a twister more than it did a hurricane. Yeah. The yeah. way it just peeled back. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you, but know, you know, Florida, You, you ever heard the, the saying, uh, minutes are heart muscle or heart death? It, they, we always, we talk about every moment that you wait to get treatment mm-hmm. is another moment that you can lose heart muscle and heart muscle doesn't regenerate. Once it's dead, it's dead. And minutes count, seconds count. ERs everywhere around the United States and probably in other countries as well. One of the things they pride themselves on is, is what they call the door to balloon time. And that's the arrival time of a heart attack patient. And the moment that they're in the uh, cardiac catheterization suite with the doctors and they put that balloon in, they open that artery back up and they, the blood starts to flow again. That's a save. And for every moment that that got happened quicker, that's more heart muscle that got saved. What they're talking about now, what Maddie, what you're talking about is going on in these other States is that ambulances are being diverted. They can't pull in or if they've got nowhere else to go, they're in the parking lot taking care of people because they can't bring them in because there's nobody you can throw beds up against a wall all you want to you can stick cardiac monitors as far as your eye can see but if you don't have a nurse to stare at that monitor if you don't have a technician if you don't have a doctor to put in those orders you're gonna die it just doesn't work that way you will die and the amount of people that are in hospitals right now with covid 90 percent of them are unvaccinated you guys are causing this Yep. Get this is a this is becoming a a a a pandemic of the unvaccinated, and they're not just taking their own lives; they're they're costing other people their lives when services can't be available to them because they're stretched too thin. Yeah, there are countless ICU nurses that have quit. Oh they can't yeah, do it anymore. You can't, and you can't blame them for walking away. I saw a statistic that was something like sixty percent of ICU nurses are in complete burnout right now. Oh, yeah. They're barely could, hanging on. How could they not be? Because you got to understand, nurses, especially in ICU, they're not supposed to have, like, more than a couple of patients because ICU patients are extraordinarily difficult to take care of. There's so many lines and medications and, and turning and keeping clean, all the things that the nurses have got to do. You put in a third patient and force them. They're going to do what they can do, but they're not going to be able to do their best. Right. And you're going to stretch them too thin that they're collapsing, that they're getting sick because they're not sleeping right. They're not eating right. 
They're working instead of three 12 hour shifts, they're working four or five, six 12 hour shifts in a row and they're ready to drop. By the way, uh, uh, speaking of the, uh, you know, earlier we were talking about the uh, phone spoofing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Lacoste, also known as DJ Reckless, is in the Facebook live chat and he says uh, T Mobile has great deals right now if anyone is interested in switching. Well, thank you very much for telling us that, Christian. <laughs> I will bear it in mind, but I think I'm okay at the moment. Uh, also, but I will bear it in mind. Also, you have great uh, deals. So Nemi Jones is in the chat room. She also has a comment about uh, Stacy's uh, situation. Uh, she says, yes, absolutely looking forward to seeing Nashua's case against Stacy. What I've heard so far hasn't been promising, and wasting emergency services should absolutely be prosecuted, especially if proven as a repeat from someone with that part of criminal history, stop hemorrhaging taxpayer dollars. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I'll go one further. If you put in a 911 call that diverts that ambulance and somebody else dies of a heart attack while it's happening, you should get brought up on charges. Yes. You should be prosecuted for involuntary manslaughter. Mm -hmm. At least, if not a degree of murder, because you caused it. You might as well have just pulled the trigger on them. And uh, by the way, Abigail Jem also joins us in the Facebook live chat. You know, I remember uh, when uh, when Bridgegate happened in New Jersey, which I still to this oh. day believe there's no way that uh, there's no way that Chris Christie didn't know what was going on. Oh, there. I totally believe he knew it. Absolutely. But there was um, I know there was at least one instance of an emergency vehicle that, yes. c- that couldn't get to a, a patient because uh, because they got tied up in that uh, what they call it, a quote unquote traffic study. Yeah. Fort, uh, yeah, and they couldn't they couldn't get the patient in. Yeah, it, 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 I I can't even imagine how horrifying that was for that crew mm-hmm. trying to get through, because you're two people in a rig most of the time. Mm-hmm. You got one EMT in the back taking care of the patient, the other one's trying to drive you through. But if that patient is that needed, you need both people in the back. Who's driving? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, they set these guys up for failure, and they're gonna live for the rest of their lives on losing that patient. Yeah. You, you don't get over something like that. That's something that could have been preventable if you could have just gotten there. I can't begin to tell you what an emergency responder feels like if they could have just got there. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't use don't, don't abuse 911. You call it if you need it. Don't abuse it. Don't send police to somebody's house because you think it's funny because it's not funny. It's a great way to get somebody killed. And it's definitely a way of costing somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. Because all those emergency services are sitting in front of your friend's house. It's not a joke. It's not funny. Don't do it. I don't know what else to say, yeah, Maddie. I'm yeah. just so like, I'm done today. I'm 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 mm. on well, I'm unpeoply today with certain things. Well, we're, the show's almost over anyway. So I can I can be done then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can all be done. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we do need to begin to wrap up. So uh, thanks everybody. Of course, uh, I want to remind you. Uh, don't forget the Hop Knot. Uh, t- don't go there today or tomorrow. They're closed, but they'll be open Wednesday through Sunday. Our wonderful sponsor. Always thank you to them. And uh, Sunday is the Gender Blender brunch ah, very on good. Sunday. Very good. Uh, Christian says, well, I'm going back to work, probably going to spoof some people's phones. Don't do that. Stop it. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, I want to uh, remind everybody, of course, uh, thank you, uh, Katie Dobbins, for calling in uh, earlier and joining us. Uh, her website is katiedobbinsmusic.com. And don't forget uh, to vote for her in the, now I'm looking, oh, there it is. Uh, you can vote for her in the New England Music Awards, nemusicawards.com slash vote. We'll take you there. 
Uh, don't forget to join us tomorrow. Of course, uh, in the second hour, Mike Sutterth will be here with his weekly Tweakonomics uh, segment. And uh, Jenny, anything you wanted to mention? If you want to check out any of my writings or artwork, you can go to jencoffee.com. And you can also find me as a contributing writer on The Mighty at at jencoffee. Very good. All right, we're going to get out of here. Uh, if you missed any part of today's show, it will be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and my website, mattconnerton.com. And uh, that's going to do it for us for now. Talk to y'all a little bit later. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 